This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on. Lots to get to. Lots we're going to break down. We've got um, Peter Navarro on the program today. Peter Navarro, former assistant to President Donald Trump, and he was arrested the other day very publicly while getting on a plane or something by the FBI, and he says it was illegal, it was wrong, it shouldn't have happened. We've got him on the program today to break all that down, plus he's got a new book as well, and that book now he says the proceeds will go to his legal fund because of what the FBI and the DOJ is trying to do to him. We're going to talk about that, plus we've also got Sheriff Richard Mack, formerly of uh, Graham, Arizona, I almost said Graham Cracker, because he said it's like Graham Cracker, you know what I mean, Carrie? Mm, no, I, I almost said Graham Cracker. So it's Graham County, yeah. Arizona is where he was the sheriff. We're going to talk to him about 2000 mules, about election fraud, about what to do about it. And he's actually calling on all, all law enforcement, especially sheriffs in this country to do something about it. We've got that for you, too. And what if you couldn't afford laundry detergent? I, I don't I'm just going to throw that out there. What if you couldn't on a Wednesday? And I don't know that that's the case, to be honest with you, if it's that they couldn't afford it. What do you think? Uh, what are you talking about? Laundry detergent. Oh, a little story that you probably have in your inbox? That's Carrie Lucky. That's Sam Pags. Hello in the house. Break it down. Uh, uh, come on, Carrie. Make it happen. No, thank you. Why not? So, hour number three, forget it. No, hour number three, absolutely. Look at the attitude, how it changes immediately. Or two. Wow. People, I'm sorry, she's no fun. No fun, Carrie. You're all happy yesterday we had some fun, no? We did, yeah. What happens today? We will see what happens. Already, not a, an auspicious start. I'll be honest with you. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the the attitude. Now I'm going to work hard to get rid of it in the next three hours. It's not easy. Okay. I'm exhausted by the end of the show. Yeah, me too. Me too. Sometimes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What, do, I to, do I have to open the carry file again? Do I? No. Is that what has to happen? Do not do that. No. We can do I'm that. Fine. Ha ha. I'm Buy great. Them from bad people. Buy them from bad people. Hey, when's Halloween? Tell you, I'll knock you right out of it, Lucky. I will knock you right out of that attitude. I've got a lot more where that came from. All right, eight 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 nine four one Pags, eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven JoePags dot com. If you're lucky enough and you're on the live video stream at the end of the show, I've got my saxophone out. I will play the national anthem for you people. Mm. So, Carrie, I got to do that in New York on Friday. You cannot be rusty. And I can't suck. Now, let me tell you how the progression works. 
Because those who are musicians know that we use our, our mouth, obviously, but there's something called an embouchure. It's how you actually use the tension and the muscles around your mouth to make the, the instrument, whatever it happens to be, sound right. And I'm out of shape because I have not played the saxophone in a while. And um, although I know the notes and I can play the song, it's a... You don't want it to sound like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. So it sounded like that, like, Saturday... Sunday, about the same. Monday, a little bit better. Tuesday, okay, we're getting somewhere. And today, not bad. Okay. So by Friday, we'll see what the hell happens. Now, here's here's, here's the catch. I won't be playing my saxophone there because I don't want to travel with it. I'll I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. And to bring it to New York for 90 seconds... You know what I mean? I got to check it in baggage. Yeah, I got to hope that they don't bend it and throw it around. I get, you know what I mean? Because it's not small enough to, to call it a carry-on. Mm-hmm. Because it's a tenor saxophone, oh, which is so bigger. Have yeah. To check it. Ooh, yeah. Which is not going to happen. And I don't that. have a hard shell carry case. So I wasn't going to buy one in three days. So um, I'm gonna, they rented me one. And we're hoping that it sounds good. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll keep our fingers crossed for you on Friday. Right. So if I suck on Friday, I can it blame the instrument. It won't be you. It'll be the saxophone. Duh. Hello. Right. Okay. So we got that for you, which is always nice. Um, a, a monster day tomorrow. We are going to broadcast from New York. I've got a couple of great interviews. Lauren Boebert, U.S. representative tomorrow. We'll have her. Also, Christina Caramo. She is running for secretary of state in the great state of Michigan. And uh, she was there. She says, without a doubt, she witnessed election fraud. And we talk about what she would like to see happen in the Great Lakes state. We'll have her for you tomorrow as well. Today, a couple of great interviews. Peter Navarro and then um, uh, Sheriff Richard Mack. So make sure you stick around for all of that. But I wanted to start here, and, and I, want, I just wonder where you guys are on this, because it, to me, it doesn't really matter, but I've never been in a position to where I would be pushed to go and get food this way, or get laundry detergent this way, or, or get you know, some other necessity this way. I never thought to myself, oh, well, let me, let me do that. That makes sense. I understand. Now, uh, people like AOC lie and say that people are robbing and stealing because they're trying to buy food and diapers. Or not even buy. They can't afford food and diapers. Carrie, you've heard that one, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. They can't afford food or diapers. And last I checked, in Midtown Manhattan, they were stealing Rolexes. And they were stealing, you know, Nikes. And they were stealing, you know, Gucci and, and Louis Vuitton. So, uh, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think you can eat those. Can you eat those things? No, you cannot. You're saying not edible is what you're saying. Not edible at all. Nope. Okay. So what she was saying was wrong. But then there are the people that are stealing food to feed themselves or somebody else. Or they're rummaging through the the dumpster behind the restaurant hoping to find something edible. I completely feel for these people. But I don't think that we should say, okay, you can go steal something that you need because you can't afford it. I think that there are soup kitchens, there are homeless shelters, there are places to go. You can get WIC, you can get food stamps, you can do all sorts of stuff to get yourself some food other than breaking the law and stealing it. Is it more understandable? Sure, it's more understandable to steal some food than a Rolex, but it's just as against the law. Well, actually, it's more against the law to steal a Rolex. It's much more expensive. There are different grade, grades of the law, depending on what it is that you steal. But this one I thought was kind of nuts. And uh, I know that you've got the story. So it, it, they're not stealing really expensive things. Mm-hmm. They're stealing something many would say is a necessity. What do you have? Yep. From the New York Post, shoplifters were caught on video brazenly robbing a grocery store just one mile from the U.S. Capitol building in Washington, D.C. In the video, at least three people in the giant food grocery store on H Street Northeast 
are seen stealing as much laundry detergent as they can carry, filling up garbage bags in a shopping cart before walking further into the store. The theft happened around 1 p.m., a witness told Fox News. Another individual in the video who appears to be a shopper unaffiliated with the robbery can be seen walking very casually past the alleged robbers. A witness to the crime told Fox News the store's security officer did not attempt to stop the thieves. Giant Grocery responded to the video of the robbery on Twitter, saying it's investigating. It's unclear if the thieves have been arrested. Last week, a nail salon located less than four miles from the Giant Food Store was also robbed. Washington, D.C. police were asking for the public's help in identifying the two suspects in that robbery. Now, did I miss something? Is laundry <sighs> detergent, is it, is it lucrative? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. And if you steal bags filled with it, like garbage bags filled. they selling it on the filled, black market for you right. know, five times the price? I don't think so. I got so. a quart of laundry detergent. <laughs> right. you know, I got I, some Tide Pods here. Right. I don't um, get it. I'm yeah. confused. I mean, is this somebody who owns a laundromat? And it's like we can make a whole lot more profit if we just steal some laundry detergent? I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around it, and I'm trying to, to, to understand because I'm not in the position where I have to steal laundry detergent. And even if I were, I wouldn't do it. Um, I've never heard of it being some somehow boxed gold or something. I, I don't know what this is all about. Can you, for the life of you, think of why that's the... Okay, let me steal the laundry um, detergent. This will get us somewhere. No. No. I mean, I know it's not cheap, but like I said, I don't think they're selling it on the black market, you know, for five times the price. I mean, it just... I don't know why they picked laundry detergent to do that. I'm also wondering about the knee-jerk reaction in our society today that if I don't have it and I feel I need it and everybody else has it, I should be able to just go grab it. Mm. I'm not sure I understand that. And this is Washington, D.C., where you've got very radical leftist, liberal, no bail you know, laws or, or, or ways of treating criminals. These criminals know they're not going to be stopped. As you said in the story, nobody there tried to stop them. Right. The clerk right. didn't say, hey, what are you doing? I guess, I, I, why I, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you steal some laundry right? detergent? If you can, you're going to. Or I mean, for these guys, I guess. I mean, I don't get it. So let me ask you this. I have been in a position, because again, I, I say it all the time, moved out at 17, did not have a bunch of dads or grandpa's money or anybody. I had to go out and make it myself, and there certainly were times where my dinner was a jar of pickles and a, a jar of ragu. I'm not kidding you. Mm. But Carrie, let me say this. Don't ever, I don't care how hungry you are, don't ever eat a jar of pickles and a jar of ragu together. I'm thinking that's probably a great idea. It's great advice not to do that. That sounds really disgusting. The bathroom was occupied for the next three days. Mm. Ew. Mm-mm. Liquid sunshine. You know what I'm saying? No. No. What? No. It's sunshine. No. What? Nope. No. Nope. Talking about rain. What did you think no, I meant? You're not talking about rain. No. <laughs> it's gross. So, I never once thought to myself, you know, there are people eating prime rib tonight. Why the hell am I not eating prime rib? What I said to myself was, I'm going to go and work harder so I can afford a steak next time or a burger or something and not a jar of pickles and some ragu. And I wasn't going to go to mom and dad and say, can you give me some money? Because I was too proud. So I have been in that position. In my married life, we've been in the position to where we could barely afford to do anything. I had three or four different jobs making whatever I could make. Jenny working too. I mean, whatever we could make and bring into the house. So, I mean, I'm not really sure why anybody's default is I should steal the laundry detergent or even some food. But let me ask you this. Have you ever been in the position where you thought to yourself, maybe I just go grab some? No. No. I, I was never in that position. Paul, anything like that? No. Sam? 
no, but when I was five, I did accidentally steal something and mom had to go back and pay for it. What did you steal at five? Why don't I know about this? <laughs> I, we were at the dollar store and I got one of those little, you know, fake dart guns and there were some darts on the ground and I just took the gar- the darts thinking that maybe that was part of the package and they fell out. I, mean, I don't know. I was five and I felt so bad about it. I cried and I threw the toy away. <laughs> You little criminal. So what the hell is going you know, on? I was, I was so young. And even then I knew that it was bad to to steal once I realized what I had done. You know what right. I mean? I do. And, and we raised you right. That's why you felt bad like that. And you're a good person. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody's starving and they'll die if they don't eat, I get it. You're trying to get some food somewhere. But I don't understand this whole uh, this whole thought process that if I don't have it and most people have it and I don't feel like buying it, I'm just going to go and do it. And also, our entitlement program is upside down a lot. I mean, there, are, there isn't a one of us in here or listening or watching that has ever not gone to the grocery store at least once and seen somebody on an entitlement, whether it be actual physical food stamps or using an EBT card, and then they're buying you know, alcohol, cigarettes, and, and lobster off to the side, not on the card. And so there's some gaming of the system going on as well. In fact, I've had people report to me that you know, sometimes they'll see somebody who runs a food truck show up with food stamps or an EBT, go in, get a bunch of food, and sell it on the food truck all day. That's not what it's intended to do. But I don't think anybody in this in this country is in the position to where it's time to go steal some some laundry detergent. I don't understand that. And if there's some black market for it, like you were saying, I'd like to know what that's all about. And I think we should really crack down on stolen laundry detergent. But it really is it really is a service of our cities and our counties, not at all enforcing any laws and if you don't enforce the laws the bad guys are going to go and they're going to flaunt flaunt that or flout the laws whatever the hell the word is they're going to go and do that and and they know they're not going to be stopped and if they are caught on video it'll just be a viral tiktok and there never will be any help to pay it's time to start punishing people who are who are committing crimes and if you truly need food and you truly need to wash your clothes and you truly need a shower you can get that help this this is society this country is so extremely generous we will help you just let us know what the need is don't go steal some laundry detergent i wonder what people listening and watching are thinking 888-941-PAGS 888-941-7247 joepags.com is it okay to break a law if it's something you think you need keep it here coming back don't be an a-dub stay with the joe pag show This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time on the Joe Pag Show for your Wednesday. Thanks for being here. I want to remind you about Newsmax. Newsmax is awesome. Big news. A recent study finds Americans do not trust big media. You knew that. I knew that. Now Americans like me have found a source we can trust 
It's Newsmax. I watch Newsmax TV. I even use the free Newsmax app on my smartphone. Downloaded that probably six years ago. It's been very, very helpful when I travel this week. I'm going to be watching Newsmax right there on the phone. Nielsen says that almost 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not Fox News. Millions really are making the switch to Newsmax. Start your mornings. Wake up America with Rob Finnerty. Finish the night with Rob Schmidt. He tells you the real news with no spin. On weekends, watch Mike Huckabee. Uh, Diamond and Silk, Rob Carson, Sebastian Gorka, much more. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems. If your system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it or change to a cable system that does carry Newsmax. You can do that. More than 20 million Americans made the switch to a source they can trust. A source they can trust is Newsmax. Newsmax, make the switch. Make it today. You're not going to go back once you do. Newsmax is real news for real people. Don't forget to get that app. It's free. No paywall either. Newsmax, get it today. We go to the phone lines. It's an interesting question, I think. If you have a need or a necessity, is it somehow okay to break the law? And again, there are there are people that are, usually they're faith-based or community-based. You've got soup kitchens and homeless shelters and uh, women's shelters and so on. You can get help without stealing it. Maybe people don't know that. But what is the deal with laundry detergent? I don't get it. Let me go to the phone line, say hello and welcome to Gary in Daytona, Florida. Gary, what's up? Hey, Joe. Uh, great show. Hey, Thank no, you. there's a there's a huge market. I mean, at the flea markets anywhere from St. Augustine, South Daytona, I mean, you can rent a table for ten dollars a day or twelve, and everything that you've gotten from CVS and Walgreens or Dollar General, uh, you display on the table, put it fifty percent off. It's not uncommon to see a sixteen dollar bottle of Tide, one of the one gallon uh, jugs, and it's six bucks. So, and they have the, they have repeat customers. Nobody has to shop at, at uh, CVS Dollar General or Walgreens. You go to the flea markets and everything almost that's at those stores is available. Well, I, listen, I, I can see that they would do that. I know that in back in the day when you would steal something of value, they'd go and check the pawn shops to see if you pawned it there and made some money that way. And then the pawn shop tries to resell it. Um, I, I know that, uh, that people are stealing stuff. When you steal a thousand dollars worth of like over the counter drugs, I mean, you know, you're looking to resell. You're not looking to use that. That's for sure. Without a doubt. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, Ray, who's in San Antonio. Ray, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Uh, I was explaining to your uh, screener that basically it's all profit to them. Like your other caller was saying, they get it, they sell it. When they don't pay for it, instead of selling it for $20, the pods, they turn around and sell it for 10 to 15 And it's all profit for them because it's free. They don't pay for it and then they can exploit people that don't have the means to get it and you know in their apartment complexes hey i got pod sell for like 50 cents and it's all profit to them no it's a hundred percent profit you're right the margin is a hundred percent when you pay nothing what you've you get a penny that's a hundred percent markup um you know anything above zero is going to be a hundred percent so uh you're talking about an amazing profit and it could be, depending on what the items are, if you stole it for nine fifty, the nine fifty worth, so you don't get arrested, you could sell it for five hundred and walk away with a healthy profit. You could sell it for a hundred dollars and walk away with a healthy profit. I mean, that's that's the thing about stealing. It's probably why it's illegal. It's not yours. Somebody worked for that. It, it's wrong morally and and socially. Let me go back at it. Gonna be Rob in Kansas City. Rob, what's going on? Yeah, I'm my yeah, I'm making about the same point um i was watching a show called intervention a number of years ago and it was drug addicts know that laundry soap is one of those items that the store will either take back without a receipt or give you store so you're basically changing it out for cash and getting what you want yeah 
you know. Ironically, I, I was on an Indian reservation as well, and the, they had a grocery buying service that they were offering people, and it was, uh, you know, they'd take your cash, and then they'd go buy groceries with their food stamps, and then, you know, they're walking away with cash. Right. No, I got you. No, Rob, I'm with you. I hear you, and, and I get that. I've had people approach me at the gas station that they're going to put gas in my car. I just give them the cash, and they'll use their credit card. I don't know where they got the card. I don't know if it's an EBT where you can actually get cash off of it as well, uh, but they're walking away with money. I'm with you, but in that case, they walk away dollar for dollar, and they never, they never, they never did anything to get the first dollar. So I'm with you. I hear you. The bottom line for me is this. The laws aren't just there because it's fun to have laws. There is a matter of work ethic, a value system, Judeo-Christian values, whether you're religious or not, that's the value system that our that our entire nation is based on. Um, the community could not survive if anybody could steal anything at any time. You can't. And when somebody does steal it, if you don't offer a deterrent, like you're going to go to jail if you do that, then how are you going to stop them from doing it? Kind of crazy. 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. About an hour from now, it'll be Peter Navarro. He was arrested in recent days. As he's getting on a plane, as he says, he lives across the street from the FBI. He was already talking to the FBI, and many of you don't know, he has a lawsuit against the January 6th Commission for subpoenas that he says are illegal. We talk all about it. Talk all about it. Uh, make sure you stick around for that big interview. We also have on the program Sheriff Richard Mack, uh, formerly of uh, Graham, Arizona. See, I had to think about the cracker, Carrie. That's what it's my. Um, I what understand. is that called? Hmm. It's something. It's something called. It's a. I think it's a pneumatic device. When you have something else, like Omar Moreno, I could not remember the guy's name. He was a baseball player in the '70s for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I would go out for. This is what a loner I am. I would go out in front of the house with like a stick or a small bat, mm-hmm. and I would do it the play-by-play for an entire nine-inning game by myself. Oh. And you were what? 25, 30? Oh, I was doing? 37 years old, oh, exactly okay. right. No, no I, was, I, was like, I was like 12 or 13 years old. You know, well, I just wanted to get bad. out of the house. Yeah, they don't want to deal bad. with anybody. I, I knew that I would be in the, in the business at some point, but I could not remember this guy's name, so I thought, more rain. Oh, you know, like if, if there was no. more rain, I wouldn't be happy about that. Okay. Yeah, that's what All I said, right. Pizza I thought yeah. I thought I said mnemonic. Um, I've got somebody in the in the web in the web room telling me what the word is. I already said that. Anyway, either way, uh, that that was a device for me. When I can't think of the sheriff's name, I think Graham, Graham crackers. Mm-hmm. Then I have to drop the cracker off and say you can't Graham, say Arizona. Cracker. Yeah, right. I can't say. Well, you can't say cracker anyway. That's illegal, isn't it? Isn't that Ooh, very racist? Yes. Can you say cracker? No. Mm-mm. I got um. I got a, a text today from Natalie. You know our good friend Natalie. Mm-hmm. It, do you think this is a good answer? Hi, we're interested in talking to you about purchasing your land in Texas. Oh, <laughs> I get those too. Yeah. Is my answer appropriate, do you think? What was your answer? OMG. I am so ready. <laughs> Five million dollars, all cash, I can close in seven days. I think that's perfect. And I never I never hear back from them. Why is that? Of course you don't. I know. I have no clue why they're doing that. You know what I mean? I know. I get those all the time. But I mean, does that work? And it, by the know. way, 
How do they have my, my phone number to text me about my land? Dude, I don't know, because I get that. We're interested in, are you ready to sell your house? We're interested in buying your home. Um, no. Always say yes. No. And then put $20 million. <laughs> okay, if they I'll give you $20 million, dollars, would you take it or not? I, I would take it, actually. All right, yeah, so don't I say would. you're not. Everything's for sale for the right price, yeah, right? Uh, that's true. That is true. So give, answer them next time. Believe okay. me, they never they never call back. It's so weird. I'm like, hello? Hmm. Where's my Natalie? $5 million? I know. <laughs> You know, you like, where are you? Natalie again. That dude. <laughs> Just give me a bag of money and make it in the millions. We'll be fine. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. JoePags dot com. All right. So the whole gas crisis thing is getting stupid. We had um, Debbie Stabenow, who is a U.S. senator from Michigan, who I've interviewed many times. In fact, I interviewed her on nine eleven about or the day after when they were still like uh, in the basement hiding. Um, and, and she somehow talked to me on television via her BlackBerry. And it was funny because I'd never heard of a BlackBerry before. This was 2001, obviously. Mm. And, um, and we talked to her. She seemed to be a more moderate Democrat. She was somebody who wanted better prescription drug prices. So she would go across the border into Canada. She would take busloads of people to go buy cheaper prescriptions. Uh, she actually got the job done pretty well, although I disagreed with her on some stuff. Now she's like this radical lefty who just wants to fit in. And she does this speech yesterday. It's so stupid. She's bragging about how she drove in her new EV. She mm-hmm. had to wait for the proper uh, equipment or something to show up. And she drove her new electric vehicle from Michigan to Washington and got to pass by every gas station so she wasn't held hostage by those evil oil companies, right? Yep, I heard that. So my question, my question is this. That's like six, 700 miles. I don't know of any electric vehicle that can go six or 700 miles without having to stop and charge it. Yeah. So as she's going past the evil gas stations, she's stopping at a charging station at least twice, I would think, maybe more, and she's recharging. And, um, I mean, for me, the charging station is energized somehow. I'm guessing it's from the local power plant, which is probably a big, fat generator run on fuel of some sort. And she's recharging it and thinks that she's doing something well. And let me take you to the next level. Do you know what the number one industry is in Michigan? I don't. Well, think about it. The Motor City, Motown, Detroit. Automobiles. There uh... you go. Boom. The auto industry is the number one business in Michigan, obviously. The number two business, surprisingly, is agriculture. But (laughs) number one is automotive. And automotive, like, they're not building a whole lot of EVs in Michigan. Maybe some, but not many. Um, They're building internal combustion engines that run on gasoline. So she's bragging about, I think she bought a Tesla, which is ironic because the left doesn't like Elon Musk anymore. But um, for me, you're talking about telling GM, Ford, Chrysler, we don't care about you. We're going to go and buy some other kind of vehicle and then laugh as we drive it away from the Motor City. It just, it, to me, it <laughs> seems so ironic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, another thing that, that a lot of people haven't thought about is that People budget for how much gasoline they can buy. People budget, entities budget, taxes are based on how much gasoline or fuel is needed for whatever municipality, for whatever civil servants that you need to to fuel up. I mean, I don't have a gas budget, so to speak, but I know that I was happy to get the 449 a gallon today before it went up to 455 a gallon. And that sounds silly, but it's going up every day. In some places, it went up 20, 20 cents overnight. So it's not getting any cheaper, but I don't know that we saw this coming. Now you've got a story out of Isabella County, Michigan, yep. that sort of really highlights what I don't think we think about when it comes to gas. 
From News 3, the Isabella County Sheriff's Office has issued a statement via Facebook announcing that due to inflation, the department has exhausted its fuel funds. As a result, deputies have been instructed to manage non-life-threatening disputes by phone until the budget resets. The statement goes on to say deputies will continue to respond to calls with an active suspect. I want to assure the community that safety is our primary goal and we will continue to respond to those types of calls, said Sheriff Michael Main. Okay. I mean, mm, wow. it's June 8th. They're out of money for gas? When does the budget reset? Is <laughs> it the end January. of, the, end of the year or is it the end of June? I mean, what are, we, what are we talking about? Can you imagine? And it's Michigan where you don't need heat right now, but they've got to heat the police station. They've got to heat, you know, people's homes. You know how much money it's going to cost people in places like Michigan and Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Ohio, anywhere where it gets cold. I mean, New York, I mean, Maine, it's going to, what the, how do you, what are you supposed to do there? Because we already know at the prices where they were two weeks ago, which were lower than they are now, it was already, what, what did I say, $2,200 more a year mm-hmm. already for people? That was two or three weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago, it was cheap at four twenty-five a gallon. You know what I mean? I know. So, Compared I mean, to today. can you imagine that a municipality, now I believe, and those of you in Michigan can, can try to correct me if you want, but I'm pretty sure Isabella County is where Mount Pleasant is. Mount Pleasant is where I helped build a casino with my losses. Just putting it out there. The Soaring Eagle. Um, I don't know what you do that the local municipality can't afford gasoline in the cars. We're out of our gas budget. How the hell did that happen? So the police department's going to work using the phones. Okay. Hi, 911. There's there's a robbery happening right now. Ooh. Tell me more about it. We can't come, well, but I would they, like to hear about it. If they're taking laundry could. detergent, just let it go because we can't get out that's, there. That's like liquid gold. Gas. Yeah. I have an idea. Let's, you and I, Carrie, we'll make billions. Mm-hmm. We'll devise an internal combustion engine mm-hmm. that runs on laundry detergent. <laughs> All right. Because it's free. Sounds it's free. Awesome. Yep. Sounds good. So, people, I need your thoughts on this. Police are saying we're out of money for gasoline. And, of course, they're making the announcement, not to say Joe Biden bad, although they might be, but they're also saying your taxes are going up, you're going to have to give us more money, we need more funding or else we can't go and respond to crime, and what are you going to say? Screw you, we don't want police in the neighborhood? I know in the big cities they lie and they say defund the police. They don't really mean that, or they mean it because they've got their own private security. But in Isabella County, Michigan, you need to have the police. You need to have the police respond. I mean, what exactly are you going to do? You, you, you can't go to them running to the scene. That's like, Isabella County is pretty expansive. It's it's a lot of woods, to be honest with you. So I'm not really sure how they get there from here. Um, the best mode of transportation clearly is going to be a vehicle, a car. I mean, is this Biden saying, hey, we'll give you 50 grand for a new EV? Isabella County? I mean, what do you do when it gets so desperate with the gas prices? And, you know, let me I just thought about this. The year is 12 months. Carrie, correct me if I get anything wrong here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the year is 12 months. Yeah. June is the sixth month. Yeah. If you budgeted for gasoline and gas was half the price it is now, it actually would make sense that you would run run out in half the year because you're now paying double, right? Mm-hmm. How do you even anticipate that? I don't know I how you do know. that. It is so crazy to me. And, and something must be done now. We have to stop. The bleeding. Now, I, I've got Lauren Boebert, who I'm going to interview tomorrow. 
And I'm just wondering, can you do something in a joint session of Congress to stop this radical agenda and and just defund anything that, that adds to the gas prices? I don't know that you can. You know, you want to have the the other party now. Whatever party is the other party from the one that's doing a horrible job right now, you want them to have the House and Senate. You want them to have, to have the Supreme Court to hopefully keep the executive in check. And if the, the House goes back to Republicans or conservatives, they hold the purse strings. They can shut off a lot of this open sieve of money. But what do you do about out-of-control gas prices? They can't force the president to do the Keystone XL. They can't force him to go in and explore Anwar. They can't force him to go and explore the, the, the Outer Continental Shelf. You can't, you can't force him to do that. He's still the executive, and he can veto it, unless you've got some sort of a, you know, an overriding veto majority, which I don't think they will. The whole thing is screwy, but I want, I want to know what people think about the possibility of their local law enforcement officer not being able to respond when they're in need in an emergency because they're out of gas money. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Now, Super Beats Archie has been telling you about them for a long time, been raving about them for a long time. They've transformed my energy, the energy of a lot of people listening and watching. They go and get these instead of coffee, candy, sugary energy drinks. Listen, everybody that I know loves these, and they taste great. Just go and unwrap a chew maybe two in the morning, they're delicious, and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest for you, okay? It's a new way to start your day. Add this to your daily routine. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine. Promote heart-healthy energy for that entire day, and it's going to bring back the energy that you thought you lost because you got a little bit older. Don't worry about that. Get these Super Beats Heart Chews. They're unique, clinically researched grapes and extract, promote heart-healthy energy, and normal blood pressure as a part of a healthy lifestyle. Again, at the end of the day, you want to get the energy level back to where it used to be. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. Hurry up. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off right now. But you got to go to the website. It's JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen right now. All right. Police running out of gas money. <laughs> what, are you, what, what, the, what are we talking about here? How is that even a thing? George, Las Vegas. What's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Viva Las Vegas, man. How you doing? I'm living the dream. Talk hey. to me. Good, good. I got some ideas. So my thought is, it's like, if we call and you don't come, we ain't paying no taxes. I would love to tell my boss, I'm not coming in today because gas is just too expensive. And also, can I have some money, please, taxpayers? I mean, and also, you know, there's a big pension fund that, that is overinflated. That, that, I bet you that doesn't run out anytime soon. So, so, so you, want, you the, want the police, the hold on, hold on. You want the police to dip into their pension fund <laughs> to pay for their gas because uh, Joe Biden forced gas prices up so much. I think that, that, that Joe Biden should figure it out. I don't know that they should go into their pension. I mean, it's, not, it's not the cops' fault, is it? <laughs> no, it's not the cops themselves. Okay. So, we, so you're no on the, if you don't come, we're not paying no taxes? I, uh, no? First of all, I think they'll come. 
Uh, uh, George, I think that you're smart enough to know that, too. The police are good people. They're not going to just leave you hanging if there's an emergency. But what they're saying is we're out of gas money. What do we do about it? And I think that they are appealing to Biden and to the left radicals in this country that have made it so expensive to do business. You know, when you make your budget, maybe the person who made the budget should pay for it. I mean, they, they should have seen this coming because of the horrible economy we had. But uh, I'm not paying any taxes if you don't come. Um, I don't think it's going to be a situation where they don't come. Police, these are good people. Fire, they're good people. But you have to have the funding to pay for the upkeep of the cars and the fire trucks and so on. You have to have the money to put gas in the tank. And if it's not there, what's going to happen? And I want them printing more money. I don't want them acting like there's money where there isn't. I want them to fix the, the economic issues that we're having. And that starts at the top. And that's, that's the Biden administration. Or for Michigan, it's the, the Whitmer administration. Back at it. Melissa, Daytona Beach, what's happening? Hi, Joe. Hey. I just had a thought. Well, the police now are running a shortage on their gas money. What about the school buses? Is that going to be next? The I would think so, right? Now? I mean, uh, that, that, that sounds like it would be next. I mean, but what do you do about it? Like, you guys in Florida are doing it right, but you're still suffering from the high gas prices. I mean, what do you do about it? Do oh, you yeah, go to the yeah. state? Do you go to Biden? Where do you get the money? You've got to have school buses roll. You've got to have police on the patrol. I don't know the answer. The answer is to go vote and change this. (laughs) Yes, and hopefully our votes will count this time. Melissa, thank you. I appreciate you. Let's go to Alaska. Nora, what's going on? Hi. Hey, well, I have a question about what is fueling the power for the batteries for these cars and and for the recharges. Yeah, no, it's it's the big generator stations that are being uh, powered by fuel. Yeah. Yes. And so, and then how much time does that take to do that? So some and of these vehicles take all night. That, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I, I think there are fast charging stations, but some take all night. So you, you're using a lot of electricity. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people with, with EVs are seeing a big right. boost in their electric bill. Right. And then if you have a brownout, what goes then? But here in Alaska, when it's really cold, or like some of the northern states down in lower 48, yeah. batteries don't hold their charge as long when it's really cold. Doesn't matter. Do Pete Buttigieg says buy an EV. Pete Buttigieg says says, buy an EV. He doesn't care. Come on. Uh, Well, and things are greater distances up here. I mean, we have rural communities that there is no road service to. Many of them. Most of the rural communities don't have road service. Nori, you just don't understand. You just don't understand. Gas is bad. Oil is bad. You've got to get you with the program, Nora. You want to fly Nora. an electric plane? <laughs> no. Electric not me. plane? I don't. Not me. Uh-uh. No way. Nora, I appreciate you. Know, look, what you're saying is absolutely true, obviously. And again, it's a natural resource that we should be going and using as much as we possibly can. It was put there by God, and nobody can give me a good argument that it wasn't. The idea that, that we somehow should just suffer and we have to get an EV or else Pete Buttigieg is going to be mad at us. No. And you start to wonder, is this their push to make us socially distance again, not go to work again. The police, you don't have to defund them, just don't give them any gas money. I mean, that, that sort of does the same thing, right? This seems like more of the same radical agenda. Let me go to uh, Judy in Michigan. Judy, quickly, let's go. Yep, I just want to talk about the not just the police, but the fire. My husband is a volunteer fireman, and they have about 25 people on their department. And when they get a call, you can have anywhere from three to 25 of them driving their own personal vehicles where they put the money in there, which is right now 419 in our city in Michigan. Yeah. And they drive there to the station and then they get in those big old fire trucks that take a lot of gas to go do a call. And then sometimes they get sent out on two and three times to the same call if it's like a person that's elderly and just right. needs help or whatever. 
And, yeah, we pay for our own gas, the firemen do. That doesn't come from anybody else. Judy, I hear you. And, and again, very good people. Fire, police, civil ser- servants in, in general are very good people, and a lot of them are paying their own way. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Do me a favor. Stop by JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Click on Contact. Send me an email. We're back after this. Joe Pags.